of which the exoplanet is orbiting around. Now, Glissar 667c is a, is a planet orbiting Glissar 667c, which is a member of the Glissar 667 triple um, star system, which means um, if we're on this planet right now, we will be seeing three suns. Yeah, three suns. And it's uh, approximately 23.62 light years away from the constellation of Scorpius. I stole this information from Wikipedia. It's 22.18 light years away from Earth. The radius is about 9,811.3 kilometers. The orbital period is about 28 Earth days and it was discovered on 21 November 2011. Discovered by Xavier Del Fosse, Stephanie Udry, Xavier Del uh, Bonfilis, along with Michael Mayer and more. Now, let's take a look into the Glissa 667 system. Glissa 667cc is a part of a triple star system with two stars, Glissa 667ca and Glissa 667b. Both of these stars are about 13 astronomical units apart, forming a binary system. And they are both quite similar to our Sun, being K-type main sequence stars with about 70% of the Sun's mass. However, they are lower in luminosity, around 30% for A and 5% for B. Then, gravitationally bound to this pair is at a distance of about 23 astronomical units. That is approximately 0.00364 light years apart. Is Glissar 667c. The red dwarf star is only 30% of our sun's mass, a little over 1% the luminosity. This star is the most interesting of the triad because of its planet, or should I say exoplanet, which by my count are up to seven, two of which are confirmed and believed, and one is believed to be Earth-like. The ones that are confirmed are Glissar 667CB and Glissar 667CC. 667CB being the massive on, with up to, I'll say six Earth masses, um, it is way too close to the star, like way, way too close to be a habitable. So that, render, that renders it useless when it comes to hosting life. But hey, Glissa 667cc is much smaller in four Earth masses, qualifying it as a super Earth. This planet sits in a habitable zone of the sun, receiving about 90% sunlight. That it does and allowing it the possibility of liquid water on its surface. It's believed to be tidally logged with one face towards the, its stars, which will uh, reduce habitability since one side will be very hot and the other very cold. But if the atmosphere is thick enough to carry, or I mean, if the atmosphere is thick enough, it, this can allow sufficient heat to be transferred to the far side. And this is also a possibility of habitability being restricted to the terminator line, separating the day and night half planet, where one has an endless twilight and the other in internal darkness. Planets like Glissa 667 inspire us to continue our So, if you really want to look into exoplanets, I would suggest you uh, get yourself a book entitled Is There Life Out There by a Sarah Sages. Sarah, um, 
Let's look into the author's background before we get into the book, shall we? Several sages. Um, O.C. is a Canadian American astronomer and planetary scientist. She's a professor at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology and is known for her work on extrasolar planets and their atmospheres. She was born in Toronto, Canada on 21 July 1971. She's 50 years old and she is married to Charles Darrow with two kids. And it says she has something to do with a planet called TOI slash 700D, which was discovered in January 2020. Uh, TOI slash 700D is a near-Earth-sized exoplanet likely rocky orbiting within the habitable zone of the Red Dwarf Star. TOI 700 is the outermost planet within the system. It is located roughly 101.4 light years away from Earth um, in the constellation of Dorado. It's the ob uh, orbital period is 37 Earth days and the star is TOI slash 700. One thing that's like, funny about this, this exoplanet is that they are named after the stars of which they orbit around. Anyway, back to the book. Uh, if you can, if you are interested, you can find it on Take a Lot. From where I am in South Africa, it's 1,730 rands. Product highlights is the first textbook to describe exoplanet atmospheres, illustrates concepts using examples grounded in real data, provides a step-by-step -step guide to understanding the structure and uh, image and spectrum of the planetarium planetary atmosphere. Sounds like a real guide to me. Anyway, Sarah devoted her life to exoplanet discovery and looks like she has a few ways to say after all those with, uh, years of uh, hard work. What do you think about exoplanets? Do they exist? Is there life out there? Are they waiting us to discover them? There are over 4,000 exoplanets that are just confirmed. Now, imagine the ones that are not confirmed. Um, last week, I was on YouTube and I saw this documentary, but it's a video that explains 24 planets that are able to host life. So out of 4,000, they managed to find 24 that um, support life. But most of them have their downfalls. Closer to us is Mars. Mars is... Mars is like... It's Earth-like because it can... Um, it can... It has the possibility of liquid water on its ground. And uh, rumor is that in 2030, uh, they will be launching a spacecraft to Mars to go and start building homes there. I don't know how it will be like, because it uh, sounds like people who have to wear oxygen bags going to the mall, people who have to wear those oxygen stuff to go take their dogs for walks. But, I mean, it's doable. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. I really appreciate Please subscribe and watch out for the next episode. Tyrania Carlos signing off. Peace. Enjoy your day.